Alright you guys, my name is Kim and you are listening to another episode of Talking Greasy. You guys introduce yourself. Oh, you're not gonna go? I just assume. It's Ren. What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, it's your boy Darnell. <laughs> All right. So this is gonna be pretty light. Today we wanna talk about what Tupac and Big would be doing if they were still alive. Would they still be popping? My answer I kind of don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Oh. I see, and I knew that this was gonna be a little controversial. What? So that's why I put <laughs> that's why I put it in the back. I want to see what y'all what y'all think, and then I'm gonna come back to myself. I just wanted to put it out there. I think that I think that if Biggie and Tupac was still alive, you know, I think that Tupac would have just. I feel like our music would be totally different now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we would be going down this hole. And I'm not talking down on the, you know, the. Hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not talking down bow, on that. Bow, bow. Yeah, I'm not talking about <laughs> down on the not being able to actually understand the lyric trend. Mm-hmm. But I do not think that we would be going down that road. Hmm. I feel like Tupac would have. He's just, he's almost like a. He's almost like a Martin Luther King of the rap game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like Malcolm X. Like, I don't, I don't think that we would be where we are right mm-hmm. now. I think we'd be in a whole different space. There's merit to that. I can see that. What about you, Darnell? Um, they, they would be better than everybody else. Uh, but, I mean, duh. But they, they wouldn't get any shine. I mean, like, uh, like I've said before. I mean, there's some great. Like, like if Nas dropped the album right now, I don't think he would get he a bunch to. of juice. He about to. He is. He about to. I keep seeing it on uh, Khaled's uh, snap. So either they making an the album or they've been bullshitting me for the past two, three weeks. But regardless, like I said, great artists like Nas and all them, they not even getting shine right now, which is sad because I mean, I mean, when you losing to niggas who just drop songs about whatever. And couldn't even do the freshman freestyle like niggas been doing since what, like 2003, maybe even? I think it started in 2007. Okay, two, 2007 to now. Yeah. And and these dudes cannot freestyle. Ain't that where Designer like. did his little Timmy Turner <laughs> thing? <laughs> yes. I like I his Timmy Turner thing. Well, no, I don't think he did his Timmy Turner turn thing on the freshman freestyle. I think that's where he forgot his lyrics. <laughs> he did. Like I saw the video. Well, like he the, finessed the shit out of that. The pat, the past, yeah. like the last. Turn your bullshit to a song. I mean, the last four bars, or like, no, not four bars. Come on now. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't be up in my car jamming Timmy Turner though, and that's not from a lack of having music to listen to. I just legitimately like the way it sounds. Yeah, I, mean, I know what you mean, cause uh, but it's weird because like, I can't even listen to old music the same way, and then turn on this radio like uh. Like earlier this summer, people are gonna think I'm lying, but I'm dead serious. Uh, it's the first time I heard the Fuji's album, <gasps> very first time. Wow, bro. I know. But he said that you shit. Did yourself I was a like, wait. <laughs> and my homegirl, uh, I got that for her for her birthday, but she told me she already had it. But that was in March, and I didn't open it till the summer. So I said, oh, maybe this album okay. Did you like it? <laughs> maybe uh, this album is okay. I didn't know. I never listened to the Fuji's before then. I listened to Wyclef, and I listened to. Um, you know the miscommunication of Lauren Hill, but I didn't hear the Fugees, and I was like, "Damn, this, this is a, this is a gym." But I know 
that if they would have released that same album today, it would get underlooked or underswept somewhere. Well, I think part of part of the the reason why we think that is because we look at artists who are very lyrical as not being able to compete with what the sound is today. Like if you look at Kendrick Lamar and his last album, like people see it as a classic. However, when you think when you talk to like the average person who liked Good Kid, Mad City, they'd probably say they didn't like this latest one. Well, that's because popular music, well, popular music stems from the youth. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the youth doesn't typically, you don't have, the typical youth is not going to be like, hey, did y'all see that think piece on so-and-so, so-and-so? <laughs> They're not going to be about that. They're going to be like, my nigga, what's up? We turning I mean, up this weekend? So I mean, turn up music is not necessarily. And then, and then Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar album was very, you know, black sounding. You know, you couldn't get past the uh you know the influences of the album as far as you know the different beats he chose the different uh did you like it yeah thought it was a classic but i know other people wouldn't think the same just because one black people ain't pro black it's like maybe 20 30 percent of people who's really just pro black actually doing something so i think he had a like one of those great projects that kind of go over people's head like uh who's the artist i think get overlooked like Pusha T or like Lupe Fiasco, mm. they be they be giving high fire every album. Like I've never heard a weak okay, album. Okay, let's not. Okay, listen. Not Lupe Fiasco has had about two weak albums. Let's uh, just say uh, okay, that. I was just about to say that. That niggas and, and the way he be acting on Twitter, he be acting an ass on Twitter. I be like, nigga, I I hate to let what somebody do on Twitter influence what I think about their music. But it just makes me look at him totally different. Like when I well, like how he, well, when he went off on Azalea Banks, I was like, bro. Well, yeah. imagine if Tupac or Biggie had a Twitter. Yeah, but they <laughs> would. No, but listen. That would be worse. But listen. That would be worse. But Tupac. Imagine Tupac. Tupac wouldn't be in his 20s, though. I mean, fair. But at the same time, imagine Tupac with a Twitter and all these killings, all these uh, listen, little beefs and, and rap. I, I really think. Can you believe I really think he would be. I really think he would be halfway to like a. um. Literally, I think he would be halfway to like a Farrakhan type shit. I feel like he would have. I feel like he would have positioned if he got past his bullshit, his "I want to be wild and run the streets." Mm-hmm. I feel like he would have got to a point to where he would get into some sort of ministry type shit. Oh, so he'd be go, like Talib Kweli on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So, so basically, but you so know, ba- more relatable to a wider spread of people. Yeah, man. But so you saying he would basically go from. Malcolm Little to Malcolm X, like so on that type exactly, stuff. and okay. you know Malcolm Little was doing the motherfucking fool. <laughs> yeah, bro, imagine a collaboration from Tupac and Kanye. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> so fucking dope. But see, here's the here's the reason why I feel I like Kanye, I they probably be, already got one. <laughs> <laughs> That's just somewhere. I mean, <laughs> they already bet, got one. Bet you Kanye be like, hey Tupac, I'll let you finish. Oh, nigga. Kanye nigga. flew down to Havana and got a. He, Bro, <laughs> you gotta have a certain amount of money to really find out a Tupac dead or not. I, you I really ain't feel lying. like when you when your when your bank account go up, the nigga send you a letter in the mail. Kanye mm. may not be in that tax bracket, and, but and I think Jay Z is. Then, he oh, probably Jay-Z let him is. borrow a couple billion to go and, down to Cuba. And then it be fucking me up because uh, I uh, I saw the biop uh, movie for the new Tupac. That dude look just like Tupac. He almost. do. He really. It's do. like sca- scary resemblance. Like you remember. When Jamie Foxx played Ray, and then mm-hmm. you see them old pictures oh of Ray, God, you was bro. like, God damn. <laughs> he looked just like motherfucking just Ray. Like I was like, my nigga, how did you even 
Because when you, if you just look at Jamie Foxx, you can't, you don't, you, you don't, don't see it. Yeah, you don't you, see, see it. it. But when that nigga put them glasses on and get to rocking, you yeah. like, <laughs> bro, that's that nigga brother or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but back to uh, Tupac and Biggie, I mean, I mean, no, no disrespect to Biggie, but Biggie was a straight thug. And most of these dudes is half claiming and half set tripping and getting niggas set up and all that. Was he a thug or did he sell drugs? Both. Oh, I don't know about no. the thug part. I don't know about the thug part. Nah, I, I think, think so. he just sold drugs. I don't think I, when I think of a thug, I'm thinking about niggas is riding up on people, you know, knocking niggas out in the I street mean, shit. I mean, I don't think he was. He, I think he was just, you know, I think he, he was knew some. I mean, yeah. I for mean, sure knew some. Bro, he's a drug dealer. Who? Who's your friendly neighborhood drug dealer? Hey, I got your crack today. No, oh, listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Listen, hey, no. Have, we, but we there's a, a difference. We have a very good special on our weed. There's a difference between today. a nigga that's going to sell drugs and go get his money and shit, you know, slap a nigga. But there's a difference between, a whole other difference between somebody that'll kill somebody yeah. and throw somebody's body in a river. That is a thug to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think Biggie was capable of that. Okay. I might give you that, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like as far as street influence and actually being from that and representing that i think he was on that side versus some of these rappers hey man we got these guns we got this we got that but then when you get to a court case your honor I, i've never been a thug i've, I've always <laughs> well, gotten see, trade a's and, and it, you know like, and that's part of the reason why i don't think biggie and tupac will really survive what's going on right now because if you look at what happened like in the early 2000s there was like a definite shift in the sound, the type of music we were listening to because of what was happening in New Orleans, what was happening in Atlanta. And I think that in order for, even though he's, him and Tupac are super influential, they would kind of have to, I don't want to say assimilate, but they would have to do something to, to stay competitive against these other people who are out here. Because we have proven over time that, these artists who are our faves, they sort of age like milk a little bit because hip hop doesn't really respect older, like old heads. Well, like I mean, well, you have to speak to the demographic. These are black artists, and with uh, black artists, is just as everything else in the black culture, it's the latest, the hottest. What's mm-hmm. going on right now type mm-hmm. stuff. Whether whether right now is good or bad, it's we won't right now. Mm-hmm. Like like Young Thug's new album cover, he has a, a full-fledged white and blue dress. That's not a dress, bro. What is it, bro? That's like that's like his it's more reminiscent of like a like a samurai type shit. Like it's not a dress, <laughs> bro. It's not a dress. And even if it was a dress, it's a dress. Y'all niggas need to write your it, if if it's a dress, then it's a dress. But I don't think that. I think it has some sort of Japanese culture going on with it. You see the hat that nigga look like Raiden. I don't think it was. Look, I don't think what? it was supposed to be a dress. Okay. I think y'all niggas just you even know if, afraid even, of anything that's feminine. Y'all want to call? No. How you gonna look, man? Most of the album, uh, the songs on the album is men's names. They got a song named Mayweather. They got a song named uh, a few other ones. And I was like. Okay, I don't know where you're going with this because I listened to the Barter Six. I listened mm-hmm. to that. I gave it a chance. Wasn't disappointed. I wasn't but, either. I didn't listen to that. I mean, well, it's it's, it's decent YouTube. for a young thug. It's I don't decent. Want to. Uh, fine. But I will listen to know it. What's his name? Je- my name. My name is Jeffrey now. 
My mm-hmm. name is yeah. it's Jeffrey. Yeah. Bitch, my name is what's his name? What's the shit? Young my, Jeffrey. Yeah, okay. Jeffrey. My name is Jeffrey. Yeah, my name is Jeffrey now. Yeah, wow. something like that. Whatever uh, fuck it is. It's young thug. I'm yeah. fuck it. I'm tired of you. I've listened to some songs. I like I like the album so far, but like just because a lot of the names in the songs mm-hmm. are men's names, do you do you not bro, y'all y'all respect men more than y'all would if he had a whole bunch of girls' names, y'all be like, bro, why while he got his women's names on the shit, like I'll take I'll take that over a bunch of niggas' names like Mayweather, Frank Ocean, uh, uh, The Rock. Like, Bro, the, like, May, Mayweather is arguably one of <laughs> like the top boxer. Like, why why not? Are you trying to say it's gay? I'm definitely saying that. I'm, there's <laughs> no there's no way around. I mean, even if verbatim, Young Thug is not gay, never slept with a man. He does give off the gay persona, or or the androgynous persona of you know I'm a man, but you know what I want to paint my nails today. You it's know about time. I want to wear my, it, my, my it really dress is. today. Androgyny does not equal gay. I want to wear my one. I want to wear my hooter shirt. Today. And I think and I think that if which he has done, I think if the nigga what would be a gay title would be I suck. Floyd Mayweather's dick. I think that would be a gay title <laughs> over just yeah. Floyd Mayweather. That's crazy. I like mean, how how fragile is your masculinity that you can't look at a a title of a song that I mean that's to me that's boss like to have a name like I mean Floyd not, Mayweather like Well, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not shitting on it, but let's put it in the context with Tupac and Biggie. I mean, could you imagine, you know, Biggie doing something with Frank Ocean or uh yes. Tupac doing something with uh, you know, the uh the young Dolphs and the uh and the other artists of this time like I'm not shitting on none of these new niggas but at the same time we gotta have an honest conversation is if we don't have a lane for legends then what are we creating I mean obviously we have our Coles our Drakes our our other artists who are going under the uh like our Chances our uh other uh artists who are very good at rapping I can't list them all if we don't create a lane for that type of talent then you know what type of music are we trying to make because uh i've said this on you know another podcast i was doing that uh if a person controls all the media and what information you get or what gets to be released that's a lot of power for 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 anybody to have and i think that's scary because i feel like like you said our music is more hey partier more you know who, dr- more drug more druggy more drug culture who 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 owns that who owns that lane though who's who are who who's building those roles because like what kim said she said that there was a really big shift you know in the early 2000s yeah. but i feel like had them two brothers been alive the shift the shift probably could have still happened, but I mean, it's not like every artist sound the same. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and and I mean, where I'm, do you go to get your music? Do you go to the radio? I don't go to the radio. So what I, she listened to, the shit, some shit Kim listened to, I've never even heard of those people. And I'm sure I could come up with some people that she's never heard of. And mm-hmm. the same for you. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have their avenues to do anything. And just I mean, based off the merit of who they were before they died, they would be they would have access to any fucking things that they, want, that they oh, wanted to ac- as, have access to. As far as lanes, they would have, you know, they could literally own their own music down money as far as studio and video so yeah they will have a whole new financial lane to meet some of their goals and push their content but uh you know i mean the market 
does have a demand and uh if the, it the market there's no the market is not real the market the market now is completely it, wrong no i'm not it's okay. not wrong listen the market now is more so focused on marketing like okay so i'm doing coke i'm gonna put that with coke but as far as music goes we do not go through avenues of of like just we don't go through the same way we used to with CDs and people marketing their music to us. It's not the same. It's not the same, bro. Like, I could come, if I had a song right now, if I wrote a song, I could release that song and it would not have to sound, it would not have to sound like something on the radio. It could be totally different. Just as long as I got to the audience I needed to get to, it could be potentially extremely big. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, just like we were talking, you know, behind the scenes about this show and about, you know, other podcasts that are doing good. I mean, you have to, one, you have to have a strong market of who you're selling to. Like, like Gucci Man, perfect example. Gucci Man, uh, when he he been rapping for maybe fifteen or more years, but in Atlanta he had at least a hundred thousand fans, and he kept selling to that hundred thousand. Then that hundred thousand grew to you know half a million. Then across the country and David Banner when he was homeless he only sold like maybe 5,000 or 10,000 of his CDs and he kept flipping it so like I said you have to have a market and that market has to be willing to uh, buy and sell and then we got these streaming services which you can have as many albums as you want you just got to keep keep up with the monthly payments and you can get everybody's music you SoundCloud you don't have to spend a dime and get in here People who's coming up from the bottom hear their great albums and not have to spend money on it. So I mean, it's very the market is like okay, you can you can get to your fans and you can make fans across the world, but you got to get X amount of people to put the money in to uh, your market. I mean, put it into you. And Tupac and Biggie in the nineties, shit. You know how easy. All eyes on me and ready to die was easy to sell, but now nah, let's flip it. We got all these albums dropping at the same time. Beyonce can wake up tomorrow, drop a whole new album on us, and them, and they got money ready. But as far as these these new kids, I don't know if they would do the same for pop. Now us old heads, you know, maybe twenty three. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 20 uh 23 I'm a smooth 26 ain't no old over here like 23 to uh to like 30 I think we would uh, invest in them but I don't know if it would be enough to keep them in circulation and I wouldn't want great artists like that to you know fall to the to the background yeah because like if you look at artists like Ludacris artists like Mm. Yeah, we would like a ball and MJG or like yeah. Me and Kim uh were just talking about this on Friday. I completely forgot Ludacris was fired. Ex- ex- completely, like, I didn't forget. He but what I'm saying, music. Well, I don't think it's just that he's not releasing music. Like the stuff that he was releasing wasn't getting any tra- any traction. Yeah, and I well, think what part was he of that releasing didn't get no traction. Bro. He had a he had a single like last year. It or was, yeah, I, I I remember it was called Battle of the Six. I did not get to hear that album. Well, so, I but but if you ask it. me if you ask me about word of mouth, uh, that chicken shit was and so beer, good. Bruh. Oh my god, it was good as fuck. But like, okay, so who who is Ludacris aligning himself with to keep himself popping? Who? I mean, fair. Like, 
Who's but see, that's the problem. But you know what? You he should have y'all feel to. like off his merit. He should just yeah. be able to yeah. be. Like, Ludacris I mean, yeah, is a dope artist. Like, he uh, shouldn't have like, to align got, himself got, with anybody. I got two examples. Like, I feel like uh-huh. he is... I feel like he is one of those artists that should have been, like, the big artist for the South. But I told you, though. I told you that that popping music, if we're going through avenues that young people go through, you have to speak to the young people. And ain't no person, my, you know my little cousin that was born in 1995, don't know no fucking Ludacris song. Hey, you know what? You might be right, but, like, who's an artist? Like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg stays connected. And he and he knows exactly, how, and he knows how to not make himself quote unquote cool. He knows how to make himself relevant, and which is very hard to do in the rap game because we are, as you know, black people and as the the culture of hip hop, we're hypo consumers. I need the hottest stuff. I need I need this feature with such and such. I need okay, you dropped the album last week. Okay, I need a feature a few months just so to keep you in. My I agree. Mind. That's why you get people to say. Oh, you listening to that, bro? That's so old. Like, my nigga, that's music. Like, the fuck you mean? That's like, old. Like, <laughs> the fuck? This shit like, came out three weeks ago. Bro, like, like real shit, uh, me and Kim, we was riding in the car, and uh, we was listening to this uh, other podcast, and they literally had a mix of all of Kanye's old music. I was like, damn, I haven't heard or press play on none of these songs in God Ten knows years. how long. You have, though. You haven't. Press play on that shit last week. And, but yeah, but how many others are doing the same thing? And that's the thing, and that's the bad thing about rap. Like, like if we hear an old jam, we'll be like, oh shit. But when it comes time to invest in like our our older albums, our older artists, we just don't do that. We we like, no, we need the youngest dude. We need all this other stuff. Like the uh, P Diddy got the the Bad Boys uh, reunion tour. Man. I'm, What's happening them artists is 15, 20 years ago. I'm not saying they can't that pull. That tour popping, though. It, yeah, but it's a shame that it took almost 20-something years to actually get everybody together, get everybody wanting this this tour, then uh, getting the artists back to, and then they have to throw in new artists just to keep it relevant. This Bro, is the, but pers- that's, but the that's perfect their time, business, now. though. That's, they, like, that's, like, that's their business. If you can't find a way to keep yourself relevant, like, I mean, if we want to just, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, we will want that. You know what I'm saying? In a perfect world, we will want, like, all the old artists to be able to. But that's only in that's only in our sector of, of our consciousness. If with, with people with their own stuff, like with, with people in their own, in their own, um, with uh, other artists and stuff, they're still popping. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Slick Rick could go over Jay-Z, could, could call up Jay-Z and be like, my dude, I want to make a song. And no. he would be like, cool. No. Yes. yes, he could. Yes, he could. I mean, he could ask, but I don't think it would get the same pump. Okay, same thing. Slick Rick call up and say, hey, let's make some fire. Jay-Z, like, okay, I'm good to go. Future call up. Hey, bro, I got some fire. We did. We got the keys. I, I got something hotter than that. Future is going to get more traction. Even though lyrically, I mean, Slick Rick and jay-z on the same track man they gonna kill that track whatever they talk about whatever beat it's a rap but i bet you that future one is gonna get way more push way more and it's sad jay-z is jay-z is very commercial now 
And I don't mean commercial in the sense of he's selling like J C Penny clothes. But yes. I mean <laughs> I mean like hey, when I'm not he's he's yeah, <laughs> right. Right. But I mean he's very commercial. Shit, I'm wearing like, right uh, now. Imagine imagine if imagine if uh Slick Rick came out, he went to fucking uh Chance the Rapper and was like, Bro, I need to make a song. Chance would be like, Hell yeah, bro, let's fucking do I mean, it. And, and that shit would pop. Yeah, you know that shit would pop so much the rapper hard. Okay. And Slick Rick. Okay. Chance the rapper did a song with Erica Badu. Fire. Uh you can't even look in that direction. You'll get you'll catch it. But all I'm saying is it didn't get the, the same traction. And we're talking about Erica Badu and motherfucking Chance the Rapper. Like And how's she keeping herself popping? And matter Erica of fact, and matter of fact, how does she keep herself popping? And matter of fact, with social media, you have to work twice as hard to keep yourself popping. Like that so far gone challenge, that was because of chance. But that's it though. That's it. That's what I'm saying. You have to keep yourself popping. You can't yeah. you can't sit up in your mansion and be like, oh, well, I'm Tupac, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to do shit for all these years. That's not, that's not the way it goes. True. If I stack my paper right now and I sit on Man, that shit Tupac, and I don't put the and I sit that shit under my mattress, that shit Tupac, is not going to grow any interest. That's going to be it. If Tupac was alive, he'd be 40 or 50. He'd probably be sitting at home no, he with green tea. No, he wouldn't. Screaming thug no, he life wouldn't, with bro. his pinky up. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't. I don't bro. think he would. He'd be, he, that nigga would be he, at the he front be, of the BLM. He, he, he probably have. Oh, for, oh hell he'd yeah. He'd be at the front of the BLM, and he'd be doing like fucking, he'd be just like, he would be just like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg keep his nose and shit, and that's why that nigga will never run out of money, because he always keeps himself relevant. Yeah. You have to keep I yourself mean, relevant. I mean, yeah. You but can't blame on, everything yeah, on the consumer. To, yeah, but you have to be practical too, because uh, we we uh, out of this whole conversation, we uh, forgot one thing. What if they didn't want to rap anymore? What okay. If, I mean, that that has no place in this scenario. Actually, it does. What no. If they, what if they? What if? Let's say hypothetically, around the two thousand, uh, when when things started changing, they were like, you know what, man, I'm not feeling this. I'm not in love with this no more. So what? Then, what is okay? So then what? that ha- then we have no reason to yeah. have the conversation. There will be no reason to have the conversation. Yeah, but I feel like nah. I, just like the I, way just Tupac, like I said, just like I said, Tupac, I think Tupac would be helping out regardless if he was rapping or not. He'd probably be helping these young dudes get their shit together and not fuck with them record companies. And they'll probably have some shit in the grocery store like you know Tupac Skinny Tea or Tupac <laughs> Eggs. I don't nah. <laughs> He'll have what. Tupac Crispy Crispy. What I would see, what I could <laughs> see him right. doing is like, if he's not going to rap, he's going to cultivate the next generation of rappers and put out people who have quality music to put out. That's what I would see Tupac doing and Biggie doing. If they, if they weren't going to do any more music, they were going to make sure the next generation of hip-hop artists was going to be good. I know a lot of people say that Biggie, a lot of people feel like Biggie was the more lyrical, lyrical I, but I, I think that Tupac would I beg would, to differ. I think, uh, well, I'm, I'm on your your train of thought, but yeah. I think I think that Tupac would be the person that is still going at it, and I don't think Biggie would be, especially with him being aligned with, with P. Diddy. I just don't think. Oh, I, I don't God. see that. He would have to let that go. I, I, yeah. yeah. For, for yeah. him in the last year. But I don't think, I, I think that they would have been fine. I think they would still I be mean, here. I, mean, I think that Tupac, I think at least Tupac would be somewhere close to where well, Jay-Z well, is. Well, imagine Biggie on, like, Cash Money or some shit. I just... <laughs> Bro, hell no. Oh, shit, Wasn't Tupac on Cash Money for a little bit? Yeah. It, no, that was Snoop no, Dogg. No. That was Snoop Dogg. 
that was no limit. That was yeah, not not shit. That <laughs> was no limit. Man, yeah, but I mean, when it comes to the artists of today, that you know, I just need uh, we just need that that guidance. But everybody's on this. No, let's get paper. Let's do this. Even Scarface was like, you know what? I don't care what y'all be talking about, but y'all just don't respect the art. Y'all don't do y'all research. Y'all don't try to better your lyrics. It's just like it's whatever. Well, see, that's a different argument altogether. I feel like a lot of older artists don't realize that there is a place for different types of hip hop. It can't just be, it can't just be like all the uh, the old heads on the corner with their jorts talking about this is what real hip hop supposed to sound like. <laughs> no, it's not. No, you have to you have to progress. But that's it for this conversation, y'all. Let us know what y'all think. Would they still be popping if it was 2016 and they were still here? Let us know on Facebook.com slash Talking Greasy.